This one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. Why is your body hurting? My body is hurting because I did a whole lot of yard work today. I feel like we've already talked about you doing yard work on the show a fair amount. Any th- any new updates? Uh, no. Well, I stopped for a while because it kept snowing. Like, oh, it yeah. just kept fucking snowing. And I was, like, trying to do yard work. And I was like, where's all this snow coming from? So I kind of put it on hold. But today I just, like, went to town. It wasn't so much that I was raking a lot, but I was, like, raking, like, stuff off of, like, shrubs. Uh-huh. And like vines, so I had you gotta to really rake like, your vines. I yeah, you had to you gotta rake your vines. So I was just going at it. Like my muscles, like uh, probably increased a whole lot today, but my my back is killing me. I was over there yesterday, and Windsor had built a uh, like a nice little fire in the fireplace, and mm. you got to like hang out in front of. Yeah, yeah, I like my fireplace. Yeah, you know, it's like really like worked out pretty well. What minute we did here, by the way. Oh, yeah. Not to get into it too shortly, but because, like, we basically, aside from Hector Plachette, like, we have, well, maybe we should just get into the show here. Let's, uh, uh, let's bring up something from last minute that we forgot to do, and that was who won the minute. Oh, yeah. So oh, we'll, sure. We'll, we'll I mean, do but, last like, episodes who won the minute now. Isn't it obvious who won the minute? Uh, Cat, right? I was going to say Cat. I would say me. <laughs> do you think you no, won the minute? No. You could you hear this, it. but I was, like, nodding. Yeah. Emphatically in that direction, and Windsor was just not picking up on it. <laughs> well, I was gonna I say mean, that cat won that last time. I week. mean, I'll be fair, you know. Hector, Hector Pochette put in a strong performance, and I'm I'm biased, so I'll let you guys decide. Though I think I think when we get to the current minute, the I mean, I'm is biased clear. too, like because I am just as starstruck as all get out. Because let's just get right into it here. This is the Mystic Pizza minute. This is a podcast in which we go through the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle one minute at a time, having never seen it before. Right. I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. And with us again, we have... The Mystic Pizza from Mystic Pizza. The Mystic Pizza himself. The the very one that if you look at the logo of this show, there's a picture of him in the logo mm. of this show. It's true. He's which is even better than top billing. But also, my name is the title. So, you know, I win. The, yeah. <laughs> the, the titular character himself from the 1988 Donald Petrie classic, Mystic Pizza. Would you uh, would you care if I called you Mr. Pizza? As long as you're paying me, whatever is fine. All right. So uh, that 800 bucks is really uh, 800 proven to be. Worth Did you get it. talked up since the last time we? Anyway, uh, so this is minute 84. What happens in this minute? This minute is all about me. It is. It is yeah. true. So this minute starts off. Cat has just gone into the kitchen to inform Leona that the uh, the fireside gourmet himself has shown up in their restaurant and is demanding a Mystic Pizza. Yeah. So Cat goes in there and says, "Like, but you know, make me the best Mystic Pizza you've ever made in your life." And, and then at the end of the last minute, Leona was like, "So what?" Yeah. She acts like she doesn't care, Leona, but then she immediately starts caring. Right. So like, Cat's all like, "Leona," and then. Th- 
Leona's like, take your pick. There's already a bunch of pizzas yeah, lined up. Yeah, Leona's like, what? I don't give a fuck. All pizza's the same. <laughs> so, But really, this is supposed to be... This is an important, uh, like, yeah. day in Mystic Pizza, right? And and let me just say, you know, I, w- I was in the last scene. I sort of did double duty uh-huh. uh, these these couple of minutes. Uh, so I was in the last scene as just a pe- the cooked pizza. She accidentally brings out Greg, the uncooked pizza, who's a jerk. Yeah. And they... And they rushed me out instead. You know, minimal makeup, just, you know, right out. This one, I was in makeup for hours. It was killing me, you know. They got me almost finished. <laughs> and then and then someone someone runs in and said they changed their mind. They don't want pepperoni. They want green peppers. Right. So yeah, off the goes the pepperoni. There's another three hours right there. And then they're like, they want green peppers and mushrooms. And it just... All in all, I must have been in makeup for like 10 hours. It's funny that they used the same pizza for both scenes. I I think it's an unfortunate reality of America that a lot of white people can't tell pizzas apart. No, (laughs) is that true? It really is unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, how else do you explain Papa John's? (laughs) But no, uh, but so, yeah, no. I was I was happy to do both scenes though. So Cat mm. comes out with uh, our guest here on a right. platter, puts it down in front of Hector Blachette. Our guest who seems to be a green pepper pizza. Uh huh. Yes. yes, in this in green this pepper scene. and mushroom. Green pepper that, and mushroom. That mushroom was another two hours. You know, don't forget it. It's important. Right. <laughs> so uh, she comes out. Puts it in front of him, and then he. We spend forty seconds of this minute, yeah. just watching him slowly and sensuously eat this pizza. Yeah, so, that, and yeah. I will say, uh, interesting side note. You see, when he first bites in, there's this long string of cheese oh, yeah, that hangs off him. Now, I'm not going to die. I'm cheesy. I'm a very cheesy pizza. Yeah, but uh, that they 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 said I wasn't cheesy enough. That was actually a prosthetic. Oh, like right. in Boogie Nights. Yeah. Yeah, exactly like in Boogie Nights. Yeah. Uh, only mine isn't as limp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's a part where, like, uh, it's kind of blurry, but he sort of, sort of twirls the cheese in his finger yeah. for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twirls it and then, like, pulls it pulls it apart. That was another reason why they went with the prosthetic. Yeah, he's, like, testing the uh, elasticity and the viscosity yeah. of it and stuff. Exactly. He, he's a he, he sniffed me, let me tell you. You know, I'm used to being close to people's mouths, but being clo- that close to someone's nose, not pleasant. Yeah, was he uh, well-groomed in there and stuff? He was, fortunately, but it's still not an experience I care to go through too often. You <laughs> right. know? But what we do for art. Yeah, so, like, he's eating the pizza, he's taking notes. I I wrote down, like, kind of like we are. Because yeah, we were like taking we notes. He's yeah. Good comparison, a, yeah. He's having a very Mystic Pizza moment. And then, uh... Like we he, do twice a week. And then, I, I it's really like it's the, almost a Mystic Pizza Minute. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the framing of this scene because we kind of have him in the foreground on the left side of the screen. And in the background, we can see through to the kitchen. They've kind of got an open kitchen at Mystic Pizza. And yeah, we and see, they're all there, all five employees yeah, at this restaurant. Yeah, the entire crew is standing there watching him with bated breath. What does bated breath mean? I don't know, so why'd you bring it up? Um, okay. <laughs> anyway... Uh, and he kind of catches them watching, and then they all try to act casual. But then he uh, finally takes... He seems satisfied with the pizza he's eaten, or he seems to have come to a conclusion about it, at least. Uh-huh. And he kind of hooks a finger and summons Cat back over. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, this minute is a man eating pizza for a minute. 
Yeah, you, I mean, I know you didn't know, you didn't know what minute you were calling me over for. I didn't ask as long as you had the money, but you yeah. really picked the perfect time to have me on. Yeah, we don't really, uh, we don't usually choose our guests for uh, any specific minutes. And you know? let's not pretend we didn't pick it. I mean, we haven't no, seen no. this movie. So. I'm not saying that we did pick you for this very minute, but yeah, this just kind of fell into our laps right now. Incredibly fortuitous. Yeah. Incredibly uh, fortuitous. You know, I almost wonder the scene of just the close-up of him eating the pizza the whole time. You think uh, it's a little bit of an allusion to the Andy Warhol film where he just eats a cheeseburger? Ah, uh, I sure hope not. <laughs> you ever seen that? No. We should uh, go watch some Andy Warhol stuff. Yeah, no, no. All I'll say Imagine is I... Andy Warhol eating a cheeseburger. Uh-huh. And you, you're done. Okay. <laughs> I, I never heard anyone mention Andy Warhol, but I wasn't in a lot of the writing and planning sessions, so... You can go really watch some Andy that. Warhol if you'd like to. I'd rather go, you know, watch Ready Player One instead. What? <laughs> than watch anything Andy Warhol. <laughs> Take that back. No! No, sir. Uh, Ready Player One is today's Andy Warhol. Uh, how so? I don't know, but it sounds really good. <laughs> I like the cut of your jib, sir. How'd you like to go with me to Jurassic World 2? Oh, God. I really liked uh, in Men in Black 3, like, when, uh, they, like, what was the prep? How did Andy Warhol get mixed up in that? Does anyone remember? Oh, yeah. They went I to stopped after Studio two. 54. Oh, good. To, they went to Studio 54. No, it's not no. Studio 54. It's the, the factory. factory. Yeah. What? Do you not? You went to art school. Yeah, and I didn't pay any attention to that bullshit because I just knew right off the bat how bullshitty that bullshit was. Well, I think that if I was a time traveler, which I think is part of what that movie was about, uh-huh. I definitely would rush straight to the factory. Yeah, you think so? Like, that seems like where people that would be willing to hear my story would reside. Here's what I would do if I went back back in time. I would start my own factory and be like, I'm better than Andy Warhol, everybody. You I'm don't think from people, the future. You don't think people at the time were doing that? Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I think I, can, I would have the chops to uh, you back You wouldn't kill up. Andy Warhol and become him? I might kill Andy Warhol. I wouldn't want to become him, though. Didn't somebody try that, too? Possibly. You I get to know. meet Nico. That'd be cool. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd rather hang out with Nico, to tell you the truth, than Andy Warhol. See if you can tag along to that Velvet Underground recording session. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Underground will be there. I don't know. It might be kind of neat to go to the factory. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know why you have all this weird Andy Warhol hatred. Andy Warhol is like cool. Everybody would rush to that guy if you ever, like, tried to hang out with him. I would uh, I would stay away from Andy Warhol and, like, go do other things. Yeah. But you would have a cool time travel story. I would have a cool yeah. time travel but, story. But, I mean, come on. At that time, everyone's on drugs. Somebody's going to listen. So bring it back around. <laughs> Uh, Bill Hader played Andy Warhol in Men in Black. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that that was cool. That was probably my favorite part of Men in Black Three. <laughs> it's the part I remember of that movie. Yeah, that was good. I liked Men in Black Three better than Men in Black Two. Yeah. Well, I I gave up after Men in Black Two. I've heard Three is better, but it Two is. was bad. Just... Three was just as bad, I think. But at least it was just as bad and not worse. Aren't they thinking about doing, like, some sort of Men in Black uh, 21 Jump Street crossover? Uh, I heard things of that. I don't know what that was at I the time. If I it was, think like, that might have fallen apart. I still remember the Men in Black animated series. Remember that one? Yeah, that surprisingly good yeah. animated series. Uh, I watched a little bit of that, I guess. Although, you know, that show suffered a little bit from... There was a couple shows at the time where... Part of what made Men in Black cool was that it was, like, these real-life actors superimposed with these, like, fantastical... 
things. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and to make it all cartoon kind of takes away from that a little bit. I, I, I think the number one thing that suffered from that would be the mask cartoon. Yeah. Which is yeah. just like, way to like ruin the premise of the mask. <laughs> anyway... This is the Mystic Pizza but then Minute, Jamie, yeah. uh, not the then Mask Jamie, Minute. Well, Jamie Kennedy did minute. that, did finish the job after that with that Son of the Mask movie. I was just talking about Jamie Kennedy earlier today, actually, because I was recalling his... Uh, How often do you hear that? Someone say that? Then. His 2013 <laughs> New Year's celebration, have you ever seen that? No. Oh, it's really quite incredible. Look that up. It was pretty great. Like, I watched it every year on New Year's instead of watching the ball drop. They tried, like, uh, doing a... You know, a more... Uh, like a West Coast-oriented... West Coast-oriented ball drop. Like Macy Gray was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some drunk people got into a fight at, like right after the countdown, which happened late. Jamie Kennedy had no idea what he was doing. Yeah, it Does was... Does he ever? Does he ever. Isn't he like from around here or something? Yeah, I think he's from Upper Darby or something. Like Pink and uh, Tina Fey. Cool. Seth Green... I know a guy who grew up with Seth Green. Bam Margera. Bam Margera's from here. Who else? M. Night Shmamalamam. No, I know a guy who, like, covered for Seth Green for something, and he has, like, a, still to this day, has a standing invitation to Seth Green's house if he's ever out in Hollywood. Yeah. So, for, uh, for a while, like, a couple months ago, there was this helicopter hovering by my house. Uh, for like a couple of days, like a couple of weeks, maybe actually, it was just the same helicopter would sit at the same spot, and uh, I you should get out of there, man. Well, no, no, I was like, <laughs> uh, it was going up and down the train tracks with like a big camera. So me and this other guy kind of figured out that they were shooting that new M Night Shyamalan movie oh, by the train yeah, tracks sure, sure. by my house, and uh, which I guess and is I know somebody be, working on. Did that. you spy on it to find out the twist? Uh, no, but I guess I guess I shouldn't spoil it for everybody, but I think it's Unbreakable too. Actually, guest, uh, frequent guest of the show, Dominique, was over here the other day, and she uh-huh. was, like, fielding phone calls from this friend working on the show, because this friend, or from this friend working on the movie, yeah. because this friend wanted a person of color to come and, like, assist her for the day, because yeah. she was, like, the people working on this movie are, like, way too willy, lily white. Yeah. Yeah. No, so... Uh, so you heard it here first, like, M. Night Shyamalan only employs white people. <laughs> I actually, I was in an Uber, and the Uber driver was driving around a bunch of Germans for uh, Unbreakable 2. Like, uh, uh-huh. so, you know. Is that what it's called? Talk about some white ass. We probably shouldn't spoil. Talk about some white ass white people. Yeah. So well, I guess, yeah, maybe it could have been, like, some Germans who needed, like, some, uh, some uh, fresh off the street escorts. Not a wholly related story, but one time I was at Old Country Buffet. Uh, the one down here on Baltimore Pike, no longer there. Uh-huh. I was just there eating lunch with my mom, and there was, for some reason, a large group of French tourists uh-huh. at this place. And there was a tour guide walking them around the Old Country Buffet, like, gesturing <laughs> at stuff and saying mm-hmm. stuff in French. Yeah. Well, and it's one of the all... premier, premier sites of our nation. Uh, <laughs> actually, brings me... To something I know you wanted to talk about, the state of food. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about, like, the state of food in modern cinema. So, like, we've seen a lot of food in cinema over the years. Yeah. I'm not sure if we could say that there's more or less of it, but I would say that the way it's been portrayed has changed a, a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have any thoughts about that? I mean, I, I, again, I know you asked me this before we started recording. I actually had some of my thoughts then. Uh, for an actor like me, who, the, you know, a good old... American food from Italy, uh, <laughs> pizza, 
you know, the the focus of the Anthony Bourdains and the on all these exotic foods, you know. Everyone talks about how Avengers shot up shawarma sales, but really not great for someone in my line of work. Mm-hmm. Well, because you're like you're like old standard. Yeah. Right? I heard Anthony Bourdain once say, uh, when somebody asked him what kind of pizza should we get around here, I think it was in New York, mm-hmm. and he just kind of like looked behind him and he was like, that one, because they're all the fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, not all Papa John's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much any chain, really. That's what I tell people who come into my restaurant. They're like, uh, you know, what's the, would you say you're the best pizza oh, around you know. here? I, I'm just, my no, answer is I mean, like, we're pizza. That's a problem with people in general, just no taste. I remember uh, hearing, you know, I'm here I'm here in the Philadelphia area. Right. I remember hearing back when the, uh, the story, back when the Democratic National Convention was here, about a reporter uh-huh. who just got trashed by everyone in Philly mm-hmm. because he wrote an article that was like, you know, just talking about how Philly's food was underwhelming. Uh-huh. And he, he opened it by saying that he was sitting inside a Panera Bread and he, he wrote the, the corner and people were like, dude, you're right across the street from Reading Terminal Market, one of the best places to eat in the country. And he, was he writing about Panera Bread? <laughs> he, he was just writing how he's in Philly for the convention and the food is so disappointing. Oh, yeah. And he's writing it in a Panera Bread across the street from Reading Terminal Market. Well, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. But, uh, <laughs> but I actually hey, just saw... I, whenever I come out to a place, I study up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good thing to do yeah. for sure. I, I, and I, I have spent some time from here. As I said, I have a friend uh, from this area who, who I've known. You know, met him about ten years back. Who, who, who grew up with Seth Green. The Panera thing reminds me of. I follow this reporter Dave Weigel on Instagram, uh-huh. and uh, you know he travels a lot because you know he's a reporter for the Washington Post. And he shared this picture, a screenshot that he took on his phone. Yeah, I guess he was in Cincinnati, Ohio, so he looked for the best restaurants around Cincinnati, Ohio. Slim pickings there. And uh, the top result was Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I've had, I, I've had, I've, you know, travel around from, for work. I've had stopovers in Cincinnati. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's a dead zone. I just Not saw... as bad as Cleveland, but... I just saw, like, this very upsetting footage of, uh... So the... Indians, the baseball team out there, they just announced they were going to drop the uh, Chief Wahoo mm-hmm. mascot. Yeah. Probably about time that they did that. Right. Probably, um, a, a, probably a couple decades past time <laughs> they did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they already b- did better than the Simpsons. Yeah. Or the Redskins. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah. Way to go, Matt Groening. You're on the same side of, of history as, like, the Washington Redskins. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, um, so... Uh, the Indians announced that they were going to drop their thing, and, and uh, there's always these Native American protesters that hang outside Indians games, mm-hmm. um, who you know kind of are trying to educate people about like what's going on there. Right. And so, but people just think they're like uh, mascots. Well, like, no, hey, no, no, look, it's the- <laughs> no. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> Someone walks up and just sticks a feather in the guy's hair. Well, I mean, that, they might as well have done that because, like, some of the protesters took video of. 
the procession of people entering the stadium, mm-hmm. and just every single person that walked by was just like cursing them out and yelling like racist stuff at uh, them, yeah. and like you know doing like woo woo woos and stuff. Yeah, I took that the other way. I thought people would just be like, "Hey, let me get a picture with the." Uh... No, people fucking hated these people. Yeah, ah, it was sucks. very upsetting. Man, so, in a perfect yeah, world, my uh, my joke would be much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a in a perfect world. In a perfect world. So, what else have we got here? Oh, I was going to ask you, uh, so did Hector Blichette's mustache tickle? Uh, a bit, but honestly, the main thing you notice in a scene like that is the teeth. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were very bitey. <laughs> Does he take a breath mint or something before he consumes you? Or Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he hadn't really thought about it, but I, I asked and he was very accommodating. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they have a lot of, like, peppermints and stuff around the restaurant set. Yeah. I looked uh, a little bit up about uh, Hector Plachette's, the, the actor who plays Hector Plachette, because uh, we didn't really do too much yeah. about him no, in the we, last minute. we talked about yeah. how he was on Babylon 5. Yeah, he yeah. was in Babylon 5. He played bo- Brother Lewis, Neo. Lewis was a good guy. I, I wish I'd kept in better touch with him. From 94 to 96. Uh, it seems like he plays a lot of, like, maitre d's, and he played a theater critic in Young Indiana Jones. Huh. Mm. He played the everyday gourmet in Mystic Pizza. Yeah. So they don't even... They don't even uh, call him Hector Blachette in the credits of Mystic Pizza. They call him Everyday Gourmet. That's a really strange But he choice. totally has a name. Yeah. It's Hector Blachette. It's not like there's that many characters in this movie that it would be hard to keep track of. Yeah. I remember, I remember when you were looking it up, I pulled it up on my phone, and mm-hmm. there was one guy in there who was just like, like, it didn't even specify that it was an individual person. It just said, like... Yeah. crowd scene uncredited and it's like that guy clearly just just was like hey I was in this movie and put the credit on IMDb yeah. why is uh, Hector Blachette not even at least named uh, like his character isn't even named he's like one of 12 characters in this movie you know one time I looked up um, I forgot the guy's name but uh, the twitchy eyed guy from Silence of the Lambs yeah I know who you're talking about yeah and he's been in a number of other movies he was not, at the time, when I looked this up, on IMDb or Wikipedia. He had nothing about him. Yeah. Hmm. And I, I've seen that guy in other things. Yeah. yeah, he's like... He's one of those actors who he shows up and you're like, hey, it's that guy. It's yeah. the twitchy-eyed guy from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, those uh, those guys were like... Uh, weren't they the basis for the Lone Gunman? Like, was were the, they? Uh, yeah, I think so. Huh. I think uh, Chris Carter, who made the X-Files, based a lot of the X-Files on um, Silence of the Lambs. That makes sense. So, uh, little Silence of the Lambs, Little that. Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. So Dana Scully, she's a lot like uh, Jodie Foster's character. And, yeah, those guys that she goes to see, that they're playing chess with the bugs, uh-huh. they're like the, you know, what he based the lone gunman on. So it's like, the guy that you're talking about, the guy, you know, I wish I knew his name right now, because I'm just going to call him the guy with the weird eye. <laughs> but, uh... You know, he kind of got famous for that role, and I've seen him since. Yeah, he's def- I'm trying to remember any other roles that he's popped up in, but I've definitely seen him on TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of those that, like, like, he often just shows up as, like, a character in this one episode of this show. Not yeah. to be confused with the twitchy eye guy from Constantine. So anyway, bring or the back, twitchy everything uh, guy from Hector Constantine. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Hector Blachette, uh, played by Louis Turenne. Uh, Louis Turin's credited, but Hector Blachette is not named, even though he's one of, like, the eight main characters. He's, like, a pivotal character, even. He, like, yeah. changes the whole story, basically, when he shows up. Yeah, very he's strange. the climax. <laughs> I would argue I'm the climax. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, of, like, the pizza element of this film, he's very important to it. Yeah, 
It all like it all pyramids up into the pizza, which is you, and Hector yeah. Blachette, which is going and it pyramids in a very pizza-like shape. Who is putting you into his mouth? Now, yep. yeah, I'm very. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the rest of this movie. You know, you, you probably went to the premiere and stuff. Uh, honestly, af- after did this you because movie, you're really you're in a after belly. this movie like. Mm, like the roles, ju- I thought this was gonna be my big break. The roles just weren't coming. Coming, I got burnt out for a while. I'd, it's well, still hard like, for uh, me to watch were, it. You were dead basically after this movie, yeah. right? Yeah, no. Like I said, I've, I've auditioned for a few roles, haven't really gotten that much. People are, you know, people want their food more exotic. They want it more dressed up and fancy than. I mean, obviously, there's this glamour shot here, but for the most part, it's a fairly basic role. Uh, but these You're days, like, I every, died and came back so many times. But it these days, even you know, scare me anymore. a lot, a lot of what worked fine back then just doesn't do in the digital age. Mm. So HD cameras, uh, yeah, and HD TVs everywhere. Yeah, how do you, you see feel? every little bubble on the crust? Yeah, how do you feel about? And all you like, see, uh, I got a few of them. I've been around the block a few times. <laughs> how do you feel about all the digital pizzas, like the CGI pizzas that are like taking your place in movies today? The scabs, pure and simple, right? Digital uh, scabs. Yeah. Digital scabs. Are you in? They're, they're like they're like uh they're like when you go to a to a grocery store and half the thing is just self checkout. They're just they're automating. They're get, getting rid of the people who were working jobs that they really really needed. Didn't give them enough money, but at least it was something. And now they're getting replaced by just digital. Nothing. So you're saying it, is uh, you're. It's in like really a, frustrating. You're in like a pizza union, I guess, right? Well, <sighs> uh, it's it. There's not enough pizzas working to really be in a union. I mean, we're in things, but there's only really a few of us prominent. Well, there's a there's a greater like, you know, sort of core American f- foods. You know, you know, our our union is led. Uh, by the Big Kahuna Burger from Pulp Fiction. Okay. Oh yeah, I yeah. love that burger. Got you. Yeah, oh, he's a great guy. He really fights for us. Really? Yeah. So you just be generally in a like a yeah. like a food you. Yeah. Have. No, I mean specific. You know, sort of. There's staple. no real. There's no real pizza union. Yeah. It's like everything staple you put in foods. your mouth. We, we don't. You know, a lot. A lot of the like. A lot of the fancier foods sort of went off and broke off. They split off a few years back, uh-huh. formed their own union. But, you know, like me, the pizzas, the french fries, uh, the the sodas used to be in there, but they they got more of the product placement oh, thing. Yeah, so they, sure. they sort of... They felt they were too work. yeah. They felt they were too big for us. Well, do you have any advice for any, like, young foodstuffs that want to go into the movie-making business? At this point, you're probably going to need a gimmick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. Shoot for the moon. You'll uh, yeah. at least end up. In if stars. you're a burger, you know the number of burger rolls compared to the number of burger actors is yeah. just the ratio is all off. You need something, you know. And I don't know. You know, you know make yourself a quadruple burger. Flip, flip the buns inside out. Anything, something that sets you apart. And, yeah. for, and for Christ's sake, don't ever see the movie Sausage Party. <laughs> I don't think anyone should see that movie. I was gonna say I was it, talking about digital scabs. That's what I mean. Yeah. All those foods played by people. What about the food actors? Animated we by slaves too. Also, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And even if you get a job, there's no guarantee that you're gonna make it. Like you know, they cut the the milkshake out of uh, There Will Be Blood. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like all yeah. the there's still some references to it, but like Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was well, the weirdest I mean, part of There Will Be Blood. They kept mentioning milkshakes and yeah. I was like, Where are all the milkshakes? Yeah. I don't I don't get Paul Thomas Anderson. No, no, I, I, I know some guys who were really pissed about that. Uh-huh. Uh, and I mean another thing about the food today, you know, they can't let there be any mystery, you know? I mean mm. I mean, you know, we had a guy, you know, glass of milk, you know. They they he, they asked him you know they put him in makeup for a few hours made him blue put him in Star Wars you know he he was thrilled you know he's over the moon he gets to be in one of the biggest movies of all time now they gotta say no here's where the blue milk comes from why can't blue milk just be blue milk <laughs> I know it's gotta get all anatomical and stuff yeah <sighs> all right so like, I once knew a glass of milk <laughs> yeah. no no he's me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've known a few, but he was one of the best. So as we were saying, died of, of a drug overdose back in the '90s. Really tragic. They had to get a replacement actor I for hear, the new uh, movie. I hear uh, drugs are kind of rampant in like the uh, the restaurant industry these days. Uh, yeah, I think no. Gordon Ramsay's kind of blowing no, that no, off that, that, right? That's another reason why I haven't gotten any many parts right. Oh, you didn't fall into drugs, did you? No. <sighs> There, there was a period. There was a dark period in my life. I don't really like to talk about it, but I've been clean for a while. I mean, right now the big thing is the steroids. You know, I mentioned the roof pizza in the last minute. Got to get. How big. do you think he got that job? Yeah, yeah. 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 Bigger and yeah, no, bigger, juicier. Yeah, know, so all like this uh, stuff. like steroids would be like the kind of yeah thing that you would go for. Yeah. Not to bring back your sordid past or anything, Mister yeah, Pizza. Yeah, no, that's what. Like I, I've stepped aside, you know. I've, I've just made peace with the fact that I'm not gonna get as many rolls. But what yeah. I do get, I'm gonna get them clean. Cocaine is what uh, Gordon Ramsay says is. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. serving huge people problem in the restaurant, in the, uh, yeah. restaurant industry, you gotta I, uh, do cocaine. Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely know some food actors who've fallen into that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, uh, all right. I think that's going to just about do it for this episode. Did we want to name a, a winner in this one? Uh, sure. Who won this minute? Do you even need to ask? Yeah, it's got to be like it's thanks gotta be so much for showing up. Like you can't imagine how grateful we are. A lot of the other shows that they got on some people. A lot of the other movies by minute shows have on like what was it? The Never Ending Story minute had on like the princess and stuff. Oh yeah, no, nah, I think the Rocketeer minute. Oh, so the Rocketeer minute. Uh, correct me, Rocketeer minute, if I'm getting this wrong. But uh, the Rocketeer Minute tried to call the Rocketeer to be on their uh, podcast, you know, for a couple episodes or something. Yeah. You know, shot in the dark, like maybe the Rocketeer will be on our show. The Rocketeer was on their show and loved it so much that the Rocketeer became a part of the Rocketeer Minute. And that's like, if that's the third host. That might be like uh, some Movies by Minutes legend right yeah. there. That they should like, do the same thing with has Timothy got, Dalton. Has gotten more exaggerated over time, but I that's my favorite Movies by Minute story. So good job, Rocketeer Minute. Uh, what's that guy's name? Jim O'Kane. Yeah. Who, the Rocketeer Minute guy? Or the Rocketeer, the Rocketeer guy. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Drives around a Tesla. That guy's awesome. Yeah. As I said, they should do the same with Timothy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, we what's should, he doing these days? We were trying to get uh, Vincent D'Onofrio on the show for like. Oh yeah, but super he's like time. no longer as accessible as he used to be. Oh man, and dude, that was like that was like half the work that I put into this show was uh, tweeting at Vincent D'Onofrio, uh-huh. and like a couple weeks ago, he was like, "Sorry guys, like I can't take all the haters. Uh, I'm getting off of Twitter for a while. My you know secretary's gonna you know be tweeting for me from now on." And uh. I'm like, "Dude, Vinny D, we were buds. Real bummer." Real bummer, man. 
Vinny will do that to you. Vinny will do that to you, I guess. He really is the yeah, king. I talked a bit about that last minute. Last minute. Yeah. All we, right. we still yeah. love you, Vincent D'Onofrio. Well, uh, thanks to Bungler for our theme song. Thanks to Steve for editing this fine program. And thank you, Mystic Pizza. Oh, thank you. Very welcome. Pizza. We, we're going to go visit yeah. you pretty soon, but uh, what do you know? You came and visited us first. Yeah. yeah, a bit of housekeeping here. I think that we might, like, I guess... We should probably talk about this a little bit off the air, also. But like, In we're case going. It never to, happens at all. No, no, no. We're going to. I think what what's going to happen here is me and Windsor are going to record a few episodes just by ourselves, so that uh-huh. we can kind of get ahead of the game a little bit, right. so that we can start planning our grand finale. In which we will be taking the show to Mystic, Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll finish the show up in. Mystic no, I mean that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Windsor is not as convinced of this as I am. I'm convinced that it'll happen. I just don't know that we should be planning the end of the show for Mystic Connecticut. If it turns out that we show up in Mystic Connecticut at the same time as like some of our last minutes, then hell yeah, we'll finish up the show there. I mean, we like we have control over where we are, uh-huh. so we could make it so that we would be in Mystic Connecticut at right. the end of the show. Uh-huh. Like, we could intentionally plan these two things to coincide with one another. we're so good at it intentionally yeah. planning. Well, that's, oh. that's why I was saying that we're going to do some episodes just you and me uh-huh. so that we can get caught up. Yeah. Right on. Well, I'm sure they'd love to have you out there. Meanwhile, I'll be in L.A. I hope they would love to have us out there. I'm going to say uh, I'm a little skeptical. Well, we'll rent an Airbnb or something and we can record there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not saying that... Uh, I don't know. Fuck you, Simpsons. All right, bye-bye. Always a good note to end on. (laughs) Fuck you, Simpsons. Get out of here. Go away.